Hi, heathens. Welcome to another sex episode. These are consistently some of the most downloaded episodes that we do. So I know what's on your minds. I know. Um, listen up. I am absent from this conversation for a very good reason. It is because this is a conversation between two women about women's bodies and body image and um, sexiness and self-admiration um, and self-appreciation and all kinds of really great stuff that nonetheless is a conversation that you fellas and male-identifying folks out there are going to get a lot out of too. So don't think that you can skip this one, guys. All right? Stick around. Um, Karen is talking to a friend of hers who is a boudoir photographer, a photographer who does a lot of things, but one of the things is boudoir photography. And uh, guess what? Karen did her own boudoir session, and it's pretty amazing to hear her talk about that experience and... um, actually see her photos for the first time that happens uh live in in this recording karen gets to look through her photos and you get to hear her reaction to that experience so um also uh karen has said that she might post or or i think she is she's gonna post uh, one of the photos one or two of the photos from the session in the heathen huddle um, so that's our private secret Facebook group that you can only get into by emailing us at askheathen at gmail.com. Uh, send us the email that is associated with your Facebook account, and we will add you if you would like to be part of a group that discusses these things and lots of other things, uh, discusses the episodes and, and just life in general. So that's available to you. And how about that a sexy photo coming your way? Um, Let's see. I guess that's it. I'm I, I'm just gonna let you guys get into this uh, conversation. And meanwhile, I think I'm gonna go look up a boudoir photographer for dudes because this sounds like something everybody should do. And I don't know. I, I know they're out there. I follow a lot of insta- sexy Instagram accounts of of uh, of men who pose in provocative. Uh, self-affirming ways. So um, I know you're out there and I'm going to go find one and (laughs) do this myself. Okay, let's dive in. Spiritual Conversations for the Godless. I'm Matthew Blake. And I'm Karen Thurston. Welcome to Heathen. Hi, Heathens. We have for you today another all-woman, all-fundamentally badass and beautiful podcast. We have no Matthew here, which is always hard for me. I feel a little untethered without Matthew. I'm like, guys, I don't know what to do with a podcast. But um, Matthew has been banished today because we're going to talk about um, bodies and we're going to talk specifically about women and um, identity and body image and um, being badass. Being badass as a woman. Yes, this is my guest. I'm so (laughs) excited that she's here. We're going to talk about that kind of through the lens a little bit. We're going to kind of go off the rails, but through the lens of some of the work that my guest, Deborah Allison, does, um, which is, well, you're a photographer and you're a phenomenal photographer across the board. You You do many kinds of photography. I don't want to limit you, but she also does boudoir photography. So we're going to kind of approach this a little bit through that lens. But 
uh, kind of the kind of the whole spectrum of it. But that said, all of our our, our male identifying listeners, I don't want you to feel like this is not for you because this is a conversation that we all need to be having all the time. And a lot of these struggles do overlap. A lot of these struggles are things that we all, you know, are coming to terms with or looking at or working through. So stay here, stay here. Perspective is nice and we yeah. like you and we promise we won't like talk about our periods for the next hour. Maybe a little, but <laughs> like not the whole time. It'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll learn things. So hi lady. Hello. We're gonna, I'm excited. Yay. We're going to do the thing we do and I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself however you would like to. Okay. Um, well, I am a uh, woman and um, I am I, glad because <laughs> otherwise I just lied to all the people. <laughs> Um, I am a woman who, like every other woman on this planet, struggles with um, with just like body image and like feeling comfortable in your own body. Um, so, like you said, not to exclude men, but men face that same thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like every single person on this planet feels the same thing. But I, I focus mainly on on women because that's who I am. Yep. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Um, and I, my heart is in boudoir photography and Mm. what boudoir photography is, is, um, I mean, if you just look at it at face value, it's really just like sexy photos, Mm -hmm. but it goes so much deeper than that. And, and what I do, what I preach, um, goes so much deeper than that. It's all about, um, connecting with yourself, feeling good in your own skin and like learning to love yourself, Mm -hmm. um, despite what your whole life has taught you otherwise, you know, from the media, from your family, from your friends, from men, from like literally everything um, you have heard your entire life has always been pretty much telling you that you're not enough, you're not pretty enough, you're too pretty, you're not smart enough, you're too smart, and you're just not good enough to for fucking living. Mm. I'm sorry. Am I allowed to cuss? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hope so. Otherwise, this podcast has been doomed from the get-go. So, yeah. Okay. okay. Awesome. Um, so, that it's just what I do, specifically taking these, like, sexy photos, is pretty much to tell all of that, all of everything life has thrown at you to just fuck off. Yes. And just fucking yes. be you. If you want to be naked and take photos, be naked and take photos. If you want to cover up and just, you know, feel comfortable, like you can feel sexy while you're covered up in like a cozy blanket, like whatever feels good to you, just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just love yourself for who you are, how you are. And, you know, at this very moment, you're going to be the best you're ever going to be. Um, in the time being, and I mean, just embrace who you are now. And that's, that's why I do what I do. I I love it. Empower women to, you know, tell the world to fuck off. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I love that. And that's, what's funny is I've done, I've done boudoir photography before and I have, you know, I, it, it was not a new concept to me. But what I love when I was connected, we were connected through a mutual friend. And yes. when I was first connected to your work, what I love about it is it's so that like fuck off vibe, even though like your work is very soft and the colors are muted and it's very beautiful. But like it has that little bit of like flipping the bird to the patriarchy <laughs> in it. Like it's very obviously not specifically curated for the male gaze, you know, right. like I feel like you can look at your Instagram feed and you can look at this and like you can look at a Victoria's Secret catalog and you can go, okay, there's a very clear difference in priority 
here as far as like how what the the intention is of presenting oh I'm so glad to hear that because I I question that sometimes and here Mm. we here we talk about insecurities that everyone faced sure absolutely all across the board right um but it's it's good to hear you know hear that people will look at it and get that sense from my work 100 percent, and that's why I I immediately was like follow like yeah stay (laughs) stalk her I don't know um stay around hi 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 but it is and it's so and it's beautiful I think the way that you present women is beautiful and I think that um there's something there's something innately powerful in taking an a concept or an idea that for a lot of us is rooted in sort of women being objectified, right? So this idea of sexy photos or, you know, pornography in general, or a lot of that, when we boil it down to what we sort of think about it on a baseline level, it's just like, men are visual. They want to see pictures of women's bodies, you know? And like, a lot of times it's reduced to that. And I think there's something really subversive and powerful in kind of taking that narrative and turning it upside down and being like, no, fuck that. Like, we're going to do this for ourselves. We're going to do it for our own gaze. We're going to not worry about what society says is sexy and try to tune into what we think is sexy, which is hard because women are so hesitant to be like, this is what I want. This is what I desire. This is what I like. You're brainwashed into thinking what's sexy. And I still come across that in my clients sometimes. And, um, I had somebody do a couple of sessions with me and for the first few sessions, she was very like, this is what my husband wants. And it kind of like opened her up to like, you know, like, I feel like it wasn't for me at first, but now like, I like, I'm learning to love it. I'm learning to love myself and like, feel more confident in myself. So it was really interesting when Mm -hmm. people have multiple sessions to see that, see that little bit of a change Mm -hmm. um, in there. And I I feel like, I'm just like, fuck yes. <laughs> Point one for yes. me. <laughs> we got one. We built it in. What should we, we should, I feel like we should give the patriarchy a name. Like we should just call him Adam or something. Like there's one guy that we're like, <laughs> fuck you, Adam. This wasn't about you. Down with Adam. Sorry, Adam. But like, you know, he's the first guy or whatever in our, let's just go with that. It's nice. Um, okay. So, so. On Heathen, a lot of what we talk about, obviously, is kind of our origin stories. And for a lot of our listeners, like, we grew up in very conservative contexts. And that's why we have, like, this, which we're calling one of our sex episodes. Have I told you that? That we have these sex very episodes. Briefly, yeah. I'm, like, super excited. I'm like, yes. <laughs> one of the massive uh, things that happens to you when you grow up in a conservative religion is you want, wind up with a lot of, like, pathology around sex, basically. A lot of... Um, repression and confusion and insecurity and Mm -hmm. that's not universally true but it's true for a lot of people so we started the sex episode series to kind of just boldly most of it is just me and Matthew being uncomfortable and sitting sitting with other people who are much more comfortable than we are and being like oh we're talking about sex toys are we allowed to google this we don't know we'll try it um but just kind of walking into that discomfort just to prove that like the world doesn't end and nothing terrible happens and like it turns out you can google whatever you want and it's actually kind of fine and you know no one's been struck by lightning yet so um we should do an episode where we all post our um search histories yeah perfect (laughs) (laughs) 
Just like, kidding. I take it back. Da, da, no. da, 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 da. <laughs> what rule is that? The rule 30, whatever, that anything that exists in the world? Oh, the, the internet rule of 34 or something, something like that? 30 something, like something yeah. right? And it's whatever it is, there's porn for it on the internet. Yes. Yeah. There is, yeah. That seems to be true. Um, so anyway, most of the people listening kind of grew up in that context. A lot of people we talked to grew up in a kind of a religious context, but not everybody. So I would love to hear a little bit of your story and kind of... I'm assuming, though, that you didn't grow – I'm assuming because we talked about this earlier. I'm assuming <laughs> that you didn't grow up in a place where, like, boudoir photography was, like, just the thing that you were doing. Like, that probably wasn't your normal everyday childhood experience. So I'm curious about how you got here. It, it will – Having a boudoir in my childhood experience would be a little bit weird. Uh, <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> but, you never know, but it would be weird. It would be a little bit weird. No, no, not at all. So, um, I mean, I was not religious at all, mm-hmm. but um, I am Chinese. So with that, a lot of like Asian cultures are generally very repressed and mm-hmm. um, crazy. So... <laughs> My mom is... Tell us how you really feel. It's fine. She said it. Right. Yeah. My mom is like a dragon lady um, where she would... Well, she tried to be very strict and I always had this very rebellious streak against her. Right. Um, She never really gave me a sex talk, but I'm sure if I asked her about it, she would kind of like give me a little bit. She was open, but also like, oh, shame on like sexuality, you know, Mm. shame on showing your body. Um, so I grew up with a lot of, a lot of like shamed pushed on me, but I was at the same time still really, I don't even know where the hell that came from. So Hmm. she really pushed the whole like shame on sexuality, shame on like being open, shame on being friends with men and like, like, like none of that was taught to me. I knew what a period was. I knew how sex worked and things like that. But my whole life, I remember being like the educated person about sex. Like people would Mm. ask me questions about like, Oh, like, um, you know, it's burning when I pee, like what's happening, Deborah? And I'd be like, that's a UTI. Like, (laughs) let me, okay. So wait, so how did you go from having a mom who didn't really tell you about this stuff to being the encyclopedia for sex questions? Like, Oh, I really don't know. I have no idea, but I was always really progressive. Um, just, and that was just something by choice. And like, Mm. I, I, I personally sought that out and, you know, I personally sought to understand things like that. I'm not really sure where that education came from. I did have sex ed like three times in like sixth grade, seventh Mm -hmm. grade, eighth grade. Um, Yep. I I took sociology of human sexuality twice in college because like that was the only way that I was allowed to kind of engage with (laughs) the topic. (laughs) So I was like, I'll just take this course. Two and times. <laughs> I have to read this. It's homework. It's fine. It's great. So anyway, I'm with you there. So three three sex educations in different ages. Yeah. And I, I really don't know like where my like progress like where that came from, but I was really like, you know, I've always been kind of like down with the patriarchy. Like no man can tell me how to like live my body and um it's kind of funny because I, I go back to high school. I changed high schools a lot, and I asked, um, just talking to a few people, they always, like, assumed that I was kind of, like, the bad girl mm. um, or, you know, like, a slut, I guess. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Be a slut. I was, I was always kind of, like, saying that. it was. I always pushed that the narrative of being a slut was okay, and, like, it was her, like, the woman's prerogative to do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. 
Um, but I actually lost my virginity when I was almost 19, which hmm. is which is funny and so you were for sure not being a slut in high school, like by any yeah, stretch yeah. of the imagination, even if we deem that a very positive thing. Yeah, and I was really like open about it, and I, I did like talk a lot about sex, but like I I don't know, I was just I was just open about it, and that's how I feel about it. I'm sex positive, mm-hmm. um, even though I guess I'm not doing the sex all the time as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You can be positive about a thing and not be doing yeah. it all the time. I was your cheerleader. Well, I was like, yes, yeah. friends, go do it all well, the time. Yes, I, I, just be safe. Don't get pregnant and stay away from STDs. No, but I love that because I think there's kind of this weird, there's a weird all or nothing thing that happens where it's either like, oh, you're slutting it up and you're doing these things, blah, 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 blah. Or like you have to be very anti- sex and very like well we don't talk about it we don't do this so I love actually like just the the freedom of being able to be like yeah I'm hella pro sex and that doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter whether I'm doing it or not I can still be in favor of it and yeah absolutely and that, celebrate I mean, that's how it should be like it I mean just because I didn't want to have sex at that moment or I mean I probably did I don't know right <laughs> whatever the whatever reason <laughs> whatever reason guys. it wasn't it happening was a, it wasn't it wasn't because I had like it's a back fine. brace or anything <laughs> no it's fine I'm just kidding, like, I did not have a back brace <laughs> Like, I was actually physically restricted for all of high school. I couldn't because of medical reasons. I was not Quasimodo or anything. But, Mm. like, it was all about, you know, if I wanted to, I could have. And that's the whole point. Like, if I wanted to sleep with 13 dudes back to back, I should be allowed to do that. Right. If I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's where my heart fell and I I always like fought for that. I, I have no idea where it came from really. Hmm. Um yeah. My mom probably would be like pleased to hear that, but also horrified. Right. <laughs> two conflicting sides of me. <laughs> yeah. I can't decide how I feel. That's, so does your mom like are your parents are your parents still around? Yes. Um do they know what you do? Yes. They they sure do now. It was um <laughs> It was, it was kind of like, I kind of kept it a seat. I kind of kept like everything hush hush with my family just right. because like, I don't know, they're, they're a judgmental bunch. Sure. Yeah. So, Families, you know. Like, yeah. This is, we all got our stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. My mom, my mom can be, I grew up with a lot of judgment. Like I said, she was a dragon lady. So it was a lot of like, oh, like, you know, why are you wearing a low cut shirt? Are you trying to like slut it up and pick up boys? You dirty slut. I like how we've used the phrase slut it up so many times. So <laughs> It's the most I've ever said slut it up in one afternoon. Yeah, that's a really odd phrase. I don't know why I'm using it so much. That's what we're doing. It's fine. We're just, we'll make a t-shirt and it'll be fine. It'll be perfectly reasonable. I would wear that shirt. We've got got the Heathen Haberdashery where you can purchase Heathen merchandise. Perhaps we will add a slut it up t-shirt. Yes. Send us emails if you want a slut it up t-shirt. Yeah, vote. Yes. Okay. Great. I'm all in. <laughs> Me too. I'm there for it. Okay, so family, they know what you do. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's back up. Wait, 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 before we get there, how did you go? Okay, so how did you get started doing boudoir photography? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know where we're going. We're just going around in circles. Yeah, this is typical. This is what we do. <laughs> um, so, so my family's always been really judgmental, uh, especially my mom. She kind of like judged me, and I, I pushed back really hard, and. Mm-hmm. 
Um, even then, like, she's my mom. Her words did get to me. I had a lot of insecurities about myself. Um, I never felt, like, good enough. I never felt pretty. I just never felt comfortable in my own skin. And, mm. gosh, that's just such a horrible thing to feel. Like, yeah. I just never, I always felt so uncomfortable in my own skin. Like, I, I just hated being me sometimes. Yeah. Um, even to the point where, like, I just, I resented being Asian, which mm. is, which is so weird. Like, um you know, finally coming to terms with that, like at a, at a much older age and wanting to like embrace it and wish I had kind of embraced it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but I think it was also kind of like a rebellious thing of like, oh, my mom wants this, so totally. fuck it. You right. know, I'm going to go the complete opposite way. And um, I had a slight spark in photography um, in high school and that was quickly shut down when there was like a career day thing and I went to go check out like a photographer's career day and everyone was like, no, that's not a career. Mm -hmm. Like you want to, you want to go do something else, like be a freaking doctor or a lawyer. So I couldn't sign up for this photography career lady to like learn from her. And, um, all the ones that I want to go to were, were, where they wanted me to go to were packed at the last minute. Hmm. So I ended up roaming the halls and ending up going to like some freaking mortician's speech, <laughs> which, you know, like she's talking about like freaking cleaning up dead bodies. Like what Embalming. the fuck? Embalming. Yeah. <laughs> this like, is not how I pictured my day. Great. Yeah. This is the worst possible thing that could fucking so, happen. Not for me. you. Not, not for you. The life. Of no, the- no. Like, yeah. Like no weird Dead body boudoir. No, not <laughs> Not into That's it, That's going to be our next sex episode. I'm going to find a mortician. <laughs> All right. Too weird for me. So let's hear it. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, if you're into it, I don't know. I think it actually still might be illegal. So if you're right. into it, it's illegal. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're into it, no judgment, but... Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're fine. <laughs> we'll just glide over that yeah maybe keep it in like an illustrated graphic novel context (laughs) you got your zombies you're fine yeah zombies that's the living dead they can consent yeah right can they do you want to go down a big rabbit trail right now (laughs) 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 zombies can feasibly consent next episode okay (laughs) next episode can the undead consent to sexual behavior i mean they don't really ask you if you're willing to be, like, ripped apart and eaten. <laughs> We're going to make a, ca- a case that consent does not actually matter to the end. <laughs> Forget it. It's fine. They're dead. Or Listen. Okay. Meanwhile. <laughs> so you're a career day. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to be a mortician. So I kind of just skip this calling for photography which I, you know, till this day I still think about. I wish I had maybe checked it out, learned a couple of tips that would have like sent me flying into photography much sooner in my life mm-hmm. um but like out of high school fast forward I'm in college um don't even think about photography I drop out and you know the world's ending my family's losing their mind they go batshit crazy for like two three years and um at like 19 or 20 I decide I wanted to to dip in dip back into photography mm. try it out um and I decided, uh, I, I don't know why, I just decided I wanted to do, like, pinup photography because it was, you know, like, these women who just were so, like, proud of their bodies and they were curvy and just beautiful and they were 
in all shapes and sizes, and it was very like cheesecakey, mm-hmm. um, and not what I do at all. But right. that's what I wanted to do at the time, and um, I tried, and I was pretty bad at it. <laughs> um, boudoir, or I'm sorry, pinup photography is just a little too posed for me. Yeah, and I just couldn't perfect it. Um, but I did love the aspect of the freedom like that women could just embrace their bodies and just feel good about themselves. Yeah. Um, and then I took off with boudoir and that's, I knew that's what I wanted to do at that point. And mm. I, I tweaked it, stepped away from that cheesecakey pinup stuff and started to embrace like the natural woman outdoors and, you know, just coming to terms with your own body, like loving your body. And in a way it was really for me when I first started, it was, it was to help me learn to love myself a little bit more and, um, find that peace with myself and like helping other women see the beauty in themselves helps me find my own beauty. And, hmm. you know, I, I look at some of these women and I'm just like, you're so fucking gorgeous. Like, hmm. how do you not feel good about yourself? Right? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you're <laughs> so fucking gorgeous. <laughs> Objectivity, isn't it funny when you have it and you're like, wow, yeah, I can actually just see you without all of the baggage and like, you're amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, it, it was a common theme. Every fucking person just had this weight on their shoulder where they just, you know, I don't like my lips when they do this. My elbow does something weird. My foot mm-hmm. does some fucking weird thing. And I'm just like, I'm not looking at your ingrown toenail. Yeah. Like, right? <laughs> okay, now this is huge for me because this is something that I've actually been like really intentionally the last year probably trying to do Mm. is like redirect my gaze when I look at pictures of myself or when I look in the mirror like I think we all of us are programmed to our eyes go to our flaws yes and like this really intentional embodiment of like allyship for myself and for my body and to be like no I'm gonna look for the beautiful thing in you the way that I do every fucking everybody else you know like I really do I look at everyone else generously and I look for what's beautiful in them. I'm not always like, look at this, she's got a weird mole, you know? <laughs> like, you know, who, who cares? I don't notice that. I notice the way you laugh and like the way that you smile and like these things are great. And people's imperfections or weird, weird quirky things or like dimples or funny, you know, whatever. Like my, one of my eyes disappears when I smile, but that's what I like in other people, you know? Yeah. Like I like those weird little details. They're lovable. So I've been really deliberately trying to be like, oh, I can see my eye in this picture is doing this thing. I don't like it when my eye does, but let's zoom out and then zoom back in looking at something positive. Like, oh, okay, let's look at like, I don't know, whatever, whatever I like that's good. <laughs> oh, my shoulders look awesome though, you know? I'm like, let's look at that. And let's like get the whole picture instead of zooming in on my eyeball because it's ridiculous. Yeah, because nobody's just staring at your one eyeball. No, no one know? cares. Yeah, right. no, like literally nobody gives a fuck. They're looking at the whole picture. They're looking at you, like what what you have to offer, what each individual person has to offer is just so much. And that's such a great practice. And that's that's something I would like to adopt into my daily life because, you know, as much as I, I do this and, and talk about this in my, you know, in my group, I talk about it all the time about right. body positivity and loving yourself. Like, I have days where I'm just like, oh, like, I just feel so low about myself. And like, I look at so many things about myself, too, where, you know, I, I judge myself and have so many of these insecurities. So it's a work in progress. And um, and that's okay. That's yeah. okay to be a work in progress. Oh, totally. You should always be a work in progress. Yeah. Well, and we, I mean, we're faced with, I mean, you do this work and you could do the work in a vacuum of like learning to love your body. And then you still have to walk out into the world with its photoshopped 
mayhem mm-hmm. every day. So even if, you know, you wake up in the morning and you do your whole thing and you get yourself centered and you're like, I'm going out into the world and I feel great about me, you're immediately met with a war on mm-hmm. your body image. Like all of marketing is designed to make you feel shitty. It like, is. That's the point. How can we make you feel terrible about yourself so that you'll spend money to feel better, right? And so like you just, you have to do the work every day. Like, that's just the reality of it. And I wish that there was, like, a hurdle at the end of it where we could be like, and now we've done the work and we're evolved, you know? (laughs) Like, we'll be confident forever. But that's a war. You have to fight the battle every day. You don't get to just... Yeah, and and that's just just life. Sometimes sometimes you lose the war one day, but you just, you know, come back out next day and fucking guns blazing. Yeah. Punch that bitch in the face. Book a boudoir session. Book a boudoir session mm-hmm. and, you know, learn to love your weird mole. Yep. <laughs> it's not boring. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's you. I have about you know? 400 weird moles, so I'm all about the embracing the weird mole. Please oh. do it. <laughs> yes. They're I mean, great. Everyone needs them. I mean, there was, there was a, a while ago. I haven't done this post, and I, I feel like I should, mm-hmm. but it was kind of like a post of, like, where you just post something you hate about yourself. Yes. And then you talk about it like how much, you know, how much you appreciate what that is for you and how it identifies with you. Like, like, oh, let's get deep here. Like, I had such a hard time being Asian growing up, even in an Asian community, Mm -hmm. like having Asian almond eyes without like the... um, the, the eyelid yeah, was the so hard for me, Mm-mm. so hard for me, um, where like I, my mom, even my whole life, even till this day, she'll talk about like, oh, we can get you that eyelid surgery. Mm-hmm. And as much as I hate it, like you can't see my eyes when I like smile or laugh. Like it's me. I, I wouldn't yeah. be able to change it. I, I wouldn't if I looked at myself with like the eyelids and I put tape on there before to to see what I would look like. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't it be me? doesn't look like you. That's how I feel about my boobs. I've got my little boobs, and I always have had them, and I hated them forever <laughs> and hid them forever growing up and just had this very, like, just horrible disconnected relationship with this part of my body, just, like, shaming them constantly. Like, you insufficient assholes. <laughs> what are you doing here? Like, why have you failed us so terribly? No why one will love you. doing this to no me? No one will love you. And it's the same thing where, like, there's an obvious surgery to fix that. It's not even that expensive, you know? I could do it anytime I wanted to. And there's part of me that likes knowing that I could do it if I wanted to, you know? Yes. Like, it's an option that's there on the table. But there's also part of me that's like, yeah. I don't know. I think I'd rather like just not care. Not that I have anything against like do your surgery. If it's going to make your life better, this mm-hmm. is kind of my thing. Like if it's something that is going to give you a better quality of life and you know that about yourself, like have at it, do your yeah. thing, do whatever you need to do. But for me personally, like I still, I'll, I can't say that I'll never do it. Maybe someday I will. Maybe someday I'll be like, yeah, We'll see what this is like, you know. Like this will be worth try it. it out. Let's try it out. <laughs> What's cleavage like? I don't know. Let's let's see. But for now, I think the more important work for me was just getting over it a little bit and just you know having learning to 
accept them accept them and like them even and and start to see the good in it like i can freaking jog anytime i want it doesn't <laughs> matter i can jump on a trampoline with the best of them i have zero back pain you know like my life is great <laughs> Nothing so will many ever women sag. it's so nice so, so many women are so jealous of that right now right exactly there and and i i know this intellectually but you know we all do it it's the same as like oh, i've got straight hair i've got curly hair i wish i had the other exactly yep. and the grass is always fucking greener on the other side oh yeah. Always, until you get over there and you're like, well, fuck, they spray painted this shit. So, you right. know, I wish I could go back to my own grass, but now I've fucking traveled 5,000 miles away from it. Right. Well, and you also figure out eventually that, like, there is a, there is our, like, we as a culture have created an ideal body type. So mm-hmm. we have said, this person, I don't know, Heidi Klum, pick a person, right? She's our person. She's our ideal her, I'm like gesturing. <laughs> She's standing here in the living room. Hello, Heidi. You guys um, don't see this, but she is right here staring at us. But right she's, now. you know, she's a 32C, maybe D, right? And she's a size two and she's tan and blonde and like she's blue eyed, six perfect. feet tall and yeah. like this perfect human. And we've decided that this is our cultural ideal. But at the end of the day, when you get to individual humans, when you get behind closed doors, when you get to real life situations, like, all bets are off. People like all kinds of different things. There isn't a universal attractive yeah. standard. There's exactly. not an attractive body type that is attractive to all people. Beauty is sincerely in the eye of the beholder. But we don't trust that yeah. at yeah. all. And we really, in, as a society, we push that narrative in for what? It's really just consumerism. Mm-hmm. It's consumerism because, like, why are you going to buy this fucking hundred dollar bra if you feel like your boobs are perfect are fine the way they are yeah you're gonna buy my fucking hundred dollar bra when i tell you you're a piece of shit and you need my bra to be a good human being otherwise you're worthless to be attractive and valuable and yeah and to to achieve that you have to aspire to this unattainable ideal that's literally like made from computers like it's not even real like heidi klum doesn't look like heidi klum when you get her she's photoshopped she's she's not even heidi klum like it's it's not possible and i think that there has been even in the last five years or so, like a really positive movement toward reality, like away from this hyper Photoshop stuff. It is. And it's beautiful. It's so good. It's beautiful. You still have to look for it, but you can find those influencers Mm -hmm. and brands and sources that are bringing it with just like real bodies. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful that it's, it's moving away from that and becoming, you know, moving away from this really like unattainable beauty to just kind of, embracing like everybody's beauty and differences and things like that um and different like races and shapes mm-hmm. and sizes and like Fuck ages the narrative. even yep. yeah it, it's changing it's changing slowly and you know like i i love that there's so many people playing their roles and in, in helping that change and yeah fighting back against the patriarchy and right fucking adam <laughs> you, Adam. Won't it be great when that doesn't feel like an act of defiance? Like when, you know, a model posting a selfie with no makeup and like without the push-up bra and the whole thing, like sitting so that a role shows, God forbid, you know, like when that doesn't feel like, oh, she's very brave. Oh, damn. Yeah. Like I imagine a future for my daughter because I've got this little five-year-old running around and like I would love a world for her where that's not an act of tremendous courage, you know, where like yeah. it's just like, yeah. Of course. Of it course you're fine is. with that picture yeah. of yourself because like, yeah, that's life. And I hope, I hope that there's some sort of pendulum where like we get 
to one side of this whole mass consumer perfected computerized ideal and we just get so burnt out on it that we just swing the other way as I think we've started to do I hope that that momentum can eventually land us in a cool place in the middle you know yeah yeah I I do I do feel like it's kind of starting that process um and I I don't know it's it's kind of like a 50 50 because you see with like social media mm-hmm. all of these like instagram models curated lives curated mm-hmm. it, yeah you get both ends and i i just feel like in today's world maybe it's a little bit more extreme now yeah but it's good just to be reminded just to remind people like hey like i curate my life and it looks beautiful but hey i'm a real person too and this isn't always me right it's good to break the veil and i i, I love that in instagram because you can see both sides you can yeah. see people who like create this beautiful life but once in a while they'll come out and say like hey look at me I just had a mental breakdown and I'm a mess and I'm like I love you yeah show me that messy life yes (laughs) well and I think you can intentionally what's what's good now is you can intentionally seek out those people there are enough of them that Mm -hmm. if you are intentional with like who you're following in your feed you can follow and support people who are body positive, people who are showing unphotoshopped images, women of color, you know, women of from different diverse backgrounds, like just yes. you can follow people who exist outside of the very specific cultural yes. ideal. And I think that like, especially as we move forward with social media, how intentional we are with that matters. Like it matters who we give our time and our mental space to. Because mm-hmm. again, if we're fighting this fucking war every day, like... Every day. Who you put your eyes on affects how you feel about it. Absolutely. And if you are following a bunch of intentionally perfected humans, and I don't mean like, you know, I'm not saying real bodies are not skinny bodies or anything like that, but right. like people who are intentionally, you can tell, you can tell when, when folks are very careful about what they present and when people are a little more like, oh no, this is what my actual skin looks like, you know, like, yeah. this is my face <laughs> and it's fine. Um, so I don't know. I think that we, we vote in a way with the way that, with who we follow and we vote on ourselves a little bit. Like we are investing in ourselves with our choices, who we. Yeah. Every, every day, like every decision that we, we choose kind of plays a role into that. Mm -hmm. You know, I think everybody has that choice to make. And I think especially like with like the younger generations, it's, it's probably a little bit harder for them because that's, that's what they're growing up in. Yeah, Totally. Yeah. And I don't know, I, I get a little bit worried, like with my cousin's kids, they're so much younger than me and I, I don't feel much older than them. Right. And then I get like reminded that I actually am. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, wow. Yeah. My daughter teaches me how to do a tech thing, which doesn't happen too often, but every once in a while she'll be like, no, it's like this. And I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. I, I just, I feel like it was just like last week when I was like, ugh, mom, you just don't understand me. Mm-hmm. Where now I'm just like, what the fuck are these young yeah. people doing? Everything I don't so understand intuitive. what they're doing. Yeah. Well, and she'll have a completely different worldview. Like, she's just growing up in a world that I don't have. Yeah. I don't have a concept for her childhood. And that's everything has changed so dramatically in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, we're just flying blind, you know? I have yeah. no idea, no idea what that's going to do for her development, what screens are doing for her and what yeah. all of that. Just just growing up with access to all of the information, 
mm-hmm. instantly. Like we wondered about stuff a lot growing up. Yeah, like, like I wasn't at the library. You know? Yeah, so like, like I wasn't gonna do like a a research paper just wondering about like some random topic. Right. So you'd be like, I wonder why plankton occasionally glows. And then you'd just be like, <laughs> I don't know. I will imagine, <laughs> I guess, maybe someday I'll read a book about it. But I think that that's a really, we just have no way of knowing like what that, what that access will grant you. Yeah. What it's going to do. We don't know. Yeah. It could also be like information overload. And that's why it's so important to kind of be careful what you share and you know, mm-hmm. tell people just with a little bit of honesty yeah. about like how life is and showing, you know, showing, showing real life and showing real life is beautiful mm-hmm. despite it's like craziness. I'm going to pivot a little bit. So like what, what have you learned doing this and being in these situations where you're in what is essentially a very vulnerable and kind of intimate space for your clients? Mm-hmm. Like what, what do you feel like you know being in that space with people all the time that like other people don't know who aren't always in that space witnessing people going through? Dude, it's a, it's a huge perspective shift hmm. after you do your, your session, especially your first one. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, you spoke a little bit, you spoke a little bit about your first time. You see yourself in a completely new light. Oh Yeah. It's a huge shift inside yourself and it's beautiful. It's, it's such a beautiful chance to just to be able to be a part of that, to like Mm. help women like come to the realization of like, oh my God, my whole fucking life has been a lie. Like everyone told me I wasn't enough, but like, are you looking at this? Look at me. (laughs) Hey, I'm more than enough. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Johnny turned me down because he said my boobs were uneven in sixth grade. But look at me. My fucking uneven boobs are the best boobs on the planet. So fuck, fuck you, you, Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Adam has become Johnny. Yeah. Fuck you, Johnny. <laughs> All of these names are just being made up. Yeah. yeah. These are not real. <laughs> names have been changed to protect the innocent. Yeah. They truly are, though. Or the guilty. <laughs> and it's fine. Um... Yeah, yeah. I remember leaving my first my first time I did a boudoir, a boudoir session, which I did because a friend of mine like was a new photographer in town and she needed people and so she offered it. I would have never in a million years been like, let me give you money for this experience because it just scared me, you know? Yeah. So I had that mental block of like, that is not something I would invest money in because I won't like, oh, my body. I don't know, you know? <laughs> Um, and so I went and did it and it was very different from, we did a session last week, which we haven't talked about at all yet, but we did, we did I haven't seen the pictures yet and you have them and it's going to be really fun. Um, so, but it was very different from what we did. It was like in a hotel room and like all the shades were drawn and it was very, I was very covered up until the very end. And then I was wrapped in a sheet and the whole thing. And like, it was very, I've always, I grew up kind of describing myself as not a naked person. <laughs> That's what I've always <laughs> which said. Which is so weird. Which was only because of like all of my collected insecurities that I carry around. But I just, my way of excusing that was just to be like, oh, I'm just not a naked person. I like to have clothes on. Um, so being 
undressed in front of anyone was a big deal for me. Like that was even just being in my bra and underwear in front of her was weird, but she was wonderful as I find most boudoir photographers are very ah, good. You. <laughs> you are. That, I think that's a huge part of the job is being able to just be like peaceful and to kind of put that on other people. Just be like, nope, this is normal. This is chill. This is what we're doing today. Yeah. It's fine. Everybody's got nipples. Right. And I, <laughs> and by the end of it, like I left that place. I was on cloud nine like I walked down the street after that and I was just like I am sex walking like (laughs) I am the shit everything is me I'm every woman you know like (laughs) I I love that I was just like I felt I felt powerful and I think like that's a complicated feeling because I think we live in a society that tells us that in order to have value we have to be sexy And so when you feel sexy, you automatically feel valuable. But I think there's also something really genuine and deep and real in just that sort of celebration of yourself in a society that also is constantly like, you're not good enough to just be like, fuck you, yes I am. Like there's something. So it's this weird, complicated mix of like, yes, I am part of me is still asking for approval a little bit but the other side of me is starting to believe that I deserve that approval yeah you're you're almost you know demanding respect from I'm the world I'm demanding respect instead of begging for approval yeah. that's exactly it it's the instead of it, it's like oh please look at this and like me it's like look at this like fuck you i value myself <laughs> right. i give two shits what you who think. wouldn't like this yeah thank you <laughs> and and it was wonderful she does a thing where like she doesn't retouch the images at all she just uses light so she sent back these black and white images that were just she's like these are unretouched they're just i mean they're edited but she didn't fix any parts of me or narrow anything or smooth anything you know mm-hmm. she's just like here you are and that for me at that moment in my life i was just like oh And I must have sat – it's funny because I went from being like I'm not a naked person to like I had to literally actively stop myself from pulling the album out at dinner parties (laughs) and being like, look at Look at my nakedness. Look at everybody. Aren't these awesome? Because I was so proud of them. Like I was so proud of them. And that was transformative for me. Like having that – being able to look at this picture of myself and being like, damn. You know, like – yeah, I'd do me, you know, like that's awesome. And it, it made me feel powerful. I love, I still have that first album and I love it. Um, and so, yeah, that kind of started a very slow journey for me of like trying to embrace coming into that power. Yeah. And yeah. just coming into that comfort and like, mm-hmm. it's so much work, everything we do to try to be valuable, to try to like earn our attractiveness in the world. Like it's, it's a lot. It's hard. It's and, a lot of effort. And you even get faced when you're, you know, proud of yourself or coming to terms with your own power. You get faced with a lot of, um, like, backlash from society saying, yes. like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be proud of yourself because, like, a real woman would be modest. Well, fuck you because mm-hmm. a real woman doesn't need to be modest if she doesn't want to. Right. So if she wants to fucking bust out her naked body at a dinner party, she should. <laughs> as long as it's legal. As long as it's legal. We are yeah. within the confines of the law. <laughs> Don't get arrested. Evens. <laughs> Not today. Yeah. Although my first public nudity experience is definitely illegal. 
but that's fine. <laughs> it was very dark and it was fine. Um, yeah, yeah. And what empowers one person is not going to empower another. And like, we get to choose. We just get to choose. Yeah. And also, like, at the end of the day, it's just not that big of a deal. It, exactly. Like, and who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Just bodies and humans. That's literally. That's literally what feminism is, is like, who the fuck cares what Jessica down the street is doing if she wants to run around her yard naked or if she's for or against abortion? Like, it's her own fucking, like, why the fuck do you care, you know, John in fucking Tallahassee, what Jessica (laughs) in fucking Iowa is doing? You would be in Tallahassee, John. Yeah. Fuck you, John in Tallahassee. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, I think what you do is such an, a maybe unconventionally powerful tool for shifting that mindset. And I also, when I walked away from that first boudoir session, became evangelical about like 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 every every woman should do this find a way to make it possible even if like you just start with sexy selfies which we talked about a little bit i always am like evian whitney if you're not following evian whitney she's amazing i just started following her and i i love i love everything about her already she's incredible evian come on our podcast that would be great um she has can i photograph you she has a great podcast she's up in portland and i'm sad i'm not in portland anymore um she's got a great podcast called the sexually liberated woman and it has been transformative for me um but she also does a lot of uh she calls it sexting myself you can go follow her on instagram and find her we'll put the links in the show notes um but she's got a like a sexy selfie course essentially like just tips on how to take your own pictures. If, if you're too, if it's too much to begin mm-hmm. with, to go do this with another human, we all have phones with cameras now. Yes. So like in the, that, even that for me has been a really cool practice of like trying to figure out what I like about myself yes. and like how and I want to see being myself. comfortable in your own body. And mm-hmm. like, you know, like Everyone's a little bit awkward on camera. Everyone says that, you know, like, oh, I don't know how to look good on camera. I'm awkward. I don't know what to do. And I walk you through everything personally. Mm -hmm. So, like, you literally can just roll out of bed and I will, like, walk you through absolutely every moment that you're during your photo shoot. I I literally did that. I literally just rolled out of bed and, like, I didn't do any prep. I didn't get a manicure. I didn't do anything. (laughs) I just showed up and I was like, I'm here. This is what we're doing. It's subversive. Hello. And you know what? That's actually what I want all my women to do because everyone's always like, oh, like, should I get my hair done? Should I get nails done? And I'm just like, well, do you usually get your hair and nail done? And they're like, no, but for this event, then don't fucking get your hair as a nail done. Like, do you. Like, you don't want to look like somebody completely different. I mean, unless you do, then, you know, unless that's, like, what you're trying to go for. Right. If you want to do doing a thing. something, like, crazy out there, then right. do it. Right. Everybody who does a session, as nervous as they are or as uncomfortable as they are, will be in that moment when I take the photos and just feel powerful. And yeah. that is the feeling you get. That is 100% the feeling you get. You feel fucking powerful. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really like 
that's what I'm there for. I love it. Yeah. So let's talk about, okay, so let's, let's go back to last week and we'll talk a little bit about like what you do and yes. what the experience is like. So, cause you've got your whole thing and it's a whole thing. Like it's a thing. It's a, it's like, a process. Well, learning to love yourself is a process. It is a process. And I love that like you've got a lot of tools that you send out to people. Like you send out, what's it called? It's like the booty, um, the booty, booty call club. Yeah, but there's that, but there's also like, like there's the you signed up for this and you get your like booty primer or whatever it is that's like here's here's how you it's got all of the information and need to know and like the frequently asked questions that you send out to people. Oh, the the badass boudoir guide. Which, that's the thing. Yeah, if you have like if you're curious about how it works, this magazine guide thing will walk you through every fucking second of of everything. It really the moment, is. It's like the whole thing. Yeah, like the moment you decide you have the thought of wanting to do a boudoir session, you can just look in the book and it'll be like, oh, has this thought popped into your head? Well, then here's the next step that you do, you know, right? At, make a make a Pinterest board of things you like. And, yeah, or follow you on Instagram because yeah. you've got a lot of images on there that are, like, good for inspiration and also just good to kind of get a feel for, like, oh, yeah, look absolutely. at these humans who have done this. Like, these women are beautiful. Hey, this one looks like me. Neat. I can kind of, oh, 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 this might be nice. Because um, you're one of the things that's wonderful and true about your Instagram is that you've got a pretty diverse range of body types and just styles and like preferences you know like you've got some women that go for super sexy and like kind of our stereotype with like black lace and whips and things and then you've got like like other ones that go like I'm in a river you know yeah it kind of goes across the board yeah or like you know I'm in my pajamas right I'm hanging out drinking coffee you got that great that's sexy too that's you with the record player right there's like that one picture that there is you. me. There is me with the record player, and mm-hmm. there's a couple other people with record players as well. I love those. The sweater sessions that you do, where it's just like people chilling at home, and like it's beautiful. So there's a lot of variety and a lot of like, oh, well, maybe I'm not like whips and chains, but <laughs> I could do a sweater in my living room, you know, with my booty pick like peeking out occasionally, like that. Yeah, that feels attainable. So yeah, um, it's about comfort. Like you're not sexy if you're uncomfortable if you're Mm -hmm. like cringing in a fucking latex suit and you're not feeling like you're sweating bullets in a latex suit who is not cringing in a latex (laughs) suit just so we're clear like that is uncomfortable period yeah Yeah. i've never been in a latex suit but i know like i don't necessarily want to like be dipped in latex or anything no like i would be uncomfortable it'd be hard (laughs) for me to feel sexy yes um but if you're into it and you feel sexy in it, then fucking do it. But like and if you're not into it, it yeah, no like, problem. Yeah, don't don't be uncomfortable. Right, <laughs> right. And that yeah, and it's exactly the same thing I used to tell people. I used to sell wedding dresses, and that's the same thing that I used to tell people. Like this is your big date. It's a fantasy thing, and I get that everybody has this fantasy idea. But like, if you don't feel like you, that takes away from your experience yeah. like you need to feel like you a really good version of you yes like, the like turned out like you know whatever I'm showing up with all of my sexy on board version of you yes but still you at the end of the day so if you're unless I mean I guess unless you're deliberately playing a character in which case yeah like that's like the fifth session yeah like if you <laughs> like, like if you just want to do like a completely alter ego you could do that too but i mean like it's you it's your alter ego you know it's 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 something that you decide to do like don't don't force it like you're you're at your sexiest when you are comfortable and confident and love yourself yes um and that's that's your best version of you that's beautiful 
So we did the shoot. So I booked the shoot with yes. you, which involved me showing up in the morning with no makeup and without doing my hair, which was fun for me because I don't usually, usually <laughs> I put on at least a little bit of makeup before I leave the house because patriarchy, I don't know, whatever. Um, mostly because my eyelashes are blonde and I don't like being asked if I'm sick. Like that's what it comes <laughs> down to. I was like, are you ill? I'm like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> leave me alone. Um, so we showed up and there was, there was like a, this wonderful, we sat, we had a wonderful conversation for we did, yeah. a while and I got my hair done and my yeah. makeup done. I have an amazing team. Um, and we had Dana of Just Lago doing the hair and makeup and she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, she's super talented. And then I had Perla from Elevation Eating and she, she supplied the space and the, um, the food. Yeah. She's an amazing she plant makes, base. She makes health food taste like stupid good. She's fucking amazing. Like yeah. I literally fell in love with her for the food mm-hmm. um, when I first met her. Right? I was like, "What? Who what? are you? Like, I need this? you in my life." Yep. Um, and she just provided this like beautiful board of like fruits and granola, and it's all plant based. And she, yeah, and there's some sort of chocolate thing that she listed ingredients for, and I was like, "That sounds like it's probably not gonna hurt me." Yeah, I don't know what that... It was like a chocolate sauce, it but it was like a healthy so chocolate sauce. So good, though. Yeah. Which, I mean, not to be stereotypical, but as a woman, <laughs> a healthy chocolate sauce is literally your best friend. That's like maybe <laughs> the ideal situation <laughs> could possibly occur in life. Healthy chocolate sauce, done. You pinnacle. Like, that is it. Yeah. Life one. Yeah, and not to shame people with, like, weird food sex fetishes. Not that it's weird, but I think it's weird. I wouldn't want food and sex together. But if you were covered in that chocolate sauce, I would 100% You'd be it into it. Yeah. 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 Totally. I'll co-sign that. <laughs> I feel like that's true. So follow Elevation Spice up your life with some chocolate sauce. You'll get it done. Um, however... That was not the point of the day. I, well, I lost track. We I got, got talking we got about chocolate. Now all I want is that chocolate sauce now. So I'm just like, ah, oh, shoot. No, no. Oh, where is she? Um, so we did that. And then you had, um, I kind of just, so I made a Pinterest board and I kind of told you the mm-hmm. vibe that I wanted and which was kind of this idea of like, I've been reading Women Who Run With The Wolves, which we've read a little bit of on the podcast and just this idea of like this inner wild woman Um. And just kind of the sort of like in an elusive Bigfoot kind of way. So if we could catch her on camera, you know, and and what that would look like. And so you then just had locations that you recommended. Yeah, um, I I do a lot of outdoor stuff. Mm-hmm. Like for me, outdoors has been a huge pinnacle of healing um, in my life for so many things because I'm like. I like I fight depression and I'm very open about that and I talk a lot about I used to talk a lot more about that in my group. Mm-hmm. Um but mental health is like a big portion of what I fight. What's the group? We keep talking about the group and we haven't actually like clarified oh. the group. Oh, okay. So it is um I have a private Facebook group for for women. Mm-hmm. Um and uh and anyone who identifies as women. Right. Um I I want to be very inclusive. Anyone who feels that they identify as women um, are 100% invited into the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's like a it's it's kind of like a private safe space for women to just be mm-hmm. and to feel good about themselves and to talk about if they're having a shitty day or if they're, you know, fighting depression or if they're just not feeling sexy or if they are feeling fucking fantastic right. and need to share a picture of their butt then 
fucking do it. I don't know anyone who has pictures of their butt. <laughs> Karen, mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for you to post that picture in my group. Okay. Bye. <laughs> um, but this group, I just talk a lot. I post things in there a lot to get women to engage and just... It's good to have visual reminders. Um, and today, actually, somebody just post, sent me a message just before this um, this podcast. I was looking at it. She had said, like, you know, I'm really private and I, I don't post on Facebook or share a lot of things. But I really look forward to the things that you post. And, you know, it kind of brightens up my day a little bit. And I was like, oh, my God. I had, like, no comments mm. in the last two posts. But this just made my day. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's all it's for. And um, as long as I can make... Some like remind somebody that they're worth something at the end of the day. That's why I have the group and yeah, and you know to get people comfortable with with their own bodies. I love it. So yes. this is a group that anyone who identifies as female yes can join. Anybody who identifies as female can join the group. Um, it's on Facebook. It's called the VIP Booty Call Club. Okay. Booty spelled B O U D I E, like mm-hmm. boudoir. Hey. It's a play on words. We love. <laughs> we love a play on words here at the Even Podcast. We also love an alliteration. So if you can pop one of those up, that'd be great. Um, so we can put maybe a link to that somewhere and then people can. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And it is a private group. So people like you do have to approve people and it all is. Of that. Yeah. yeah. So there are questions. Answer them. And then I will, you know, stalk you a little bit to make sure you're not like. Jacob or John, whoever it's from John, Tallahassee, Adam. just you, Adam. spying yeah. on us, you right. know, trying to no break creepers. into our little... Don't be that guy yeah. either. Like, don't be the creeper. Just yeah. don't do it. Don't, yeah, definitely don't do it. And, you know, if you just created your Facebook, like, a day ago, like, yeah. you're not invited. Well, I'm if sorry. you want to creep on the internet, <laughs> there's plenty of places to creep on the internet. Like, Yeah, literally creep, porn is free. Creep somewhere else, right? Yeah, you like, don't need to join my group. And no. I, I get that a lot, and... I don't know. I get, I get that a lot, and people will message me about, like, oh, how come I didn't get invited to your group? I'm a woman. No, you're not. You're right. not a woman. You have one friend. Right. John. I'm just kidding. <laughs> on Facebook for three days, and no one believes you. Yeah. You got a picture of a sunset. <laughs> no, we're on to you. It's fine. Um, okay. See, here's what we do. We also do tangents a lot around here, and it's great. Um, okay, so then we went out. We went, and I got my, I got my hair done and my makeup done, and I was feeling fabulous, and then we went out into... A park. A park, yes. Into the um, woods, sort of. Yeah. With kind, so kind many of. ants. <laughs> the most ants. Yeah. That was that was my... I felt so bad about that because I, I usually... I don't feel like that was your fault at all. Do you control nature? Are <laughs> 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 you Snow White? Like, like, ants, please away. We have work to do. Like, I sing that? for them. I sing terribly for them and they're just like, oh my God, I'm fucking out of here. We'll <laughs> file. Like, we gotta go. Bye. Um, no, I think just summer happened to us a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I I usually scout my places out and make sure it's all good. And um, I have a few places that I I are my go-to places. And I've never seen so many ants there before. Mm -hmm. And I I used to go there like two times a day or two times a week. And I was like, this place is perfect. There's not too many people. And I don't know what happened. It was like the gardener of that place just died. <laughs> something, <laughs> something happened. But that's okay. I wanted wild, so we had wild, we which is great. Wild. I, I think the ants were there because I have a personal ongoing 
like vendetta slash war slash whatever dance battle going on with ants. Dance um, battle. You did actually look like you had a dance battle with I'm the telling ants you, in some of these photos. Like it's a real thing. So <laughs> ants and I are having our own moment this <laughs> summer. So it was actually pretty perfect. I texted a few people afterwards and I was like, guess what? <laughs> Fucking ants are everywhere in my life. So the answer, my bad, not yours. They just like me. They follow me everywhere. You brought them into my life then. We did. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, everyone. I'm sorry, all of San Diego for the ants. There are so many. Um, okay, so then we did picture. It was relatively fast. I feel like we weren't there for... Yeah, we were We were there for like at least minimum an hour. Right. But it, flo- it flies. It goes quick. It yeah. flies. And every session, you know, people are like, I don't need that log. And I'm like, yes, you fucking need that log. <laughs> you do. Like, it's, yeah. Well, and just the changing. Like, I changed a couple times into different outfits and did mm-hmm. a couple of different things. So just that takes time. Yeah, it does. And kind of rooting around a bit, you know, finding finding your grounding, finding a good spot, yeah. moving around, getting into poses. Um, yeah. It takes a little bit of time and, you know kind of get into it but once you get flowing it you know you're flowing in in a shoot and like the time just flies by right yeah it was fun it went really fast and it was easy you made it really easy okay and you definitely gave me like lots of guidance for posing which I'm not like I'm at this point I've accepted that the camera related awkwardness happens and I'm cool with it like I feel pretty comfortable with it but I still don't know like I still know what to do with my body half the time so I loved that you were just like like you're very specific. You're like, okay, bend your elbow this way, move your head this way, turn this way, do this with your foot, which is great because then, you know, yeah, that's yeah. That's I'm helpful. glad because I'm awkward in front of the camera, even, mm-hmm. um, and especially if like I have another photographer. They're always like, well, you know what you're doing, so I'm not going to pose you. And I'm like, no, I'm going to stand here and I can't stare at you see stupidly. Myself. Right. Like, <laughs> you're, well, and that's really, at the end of the day, that's true. Like, you can practice in the mirror all you want, but you can't see yourself. Yeah. Yeah. When you're it's, actually there. I mean, it's, it's awkward for me as a photographer. Like, yeah. no, it's, it's, it's awkward at first, but just know you'll be walked through it. You're not going to see any awkward moments of yourself on camera. Right. Because I won't do that to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of, do you want to show me pictures? Fuck yes. I want to see them. This. So we're going to do this on the, we're going to record me seeing the pictures. But if it gets like, I mean, we don't have to. We can always fade out to music if you guys get bored. <laughs> it's kind of boring when you can't see the pictures. That I'm not sure I want all y'all to see these pictures. We'll see. Maybe. Um, we'll go from there. But anyway, I want to see. I haven't seen them. Yes. So, so I'm excited. We're going to have... So this is going to be the very first time you're seeing these this pictures. This is the first time I'm seeing these pictures, except for like the two that you showed me in camera. Yes. I'm super excited because it'll be just... It's going to be cool just to capture your, your reaction and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> I can't love it. Oh god. Okay. Okay, so first of all, like we have this like essentially broken um it's my Oh my gosh. I love what you do with light so much. Oh, thank you. I do. It's beautiful. But like I we have this I have this vintage um slip that was my great grandmother's. How cool is that? Super by the cool. way, that's the coolest thing ever. And it doesn't super fit, but we, she figured out a way to like kind of make it work and I'm actually pretty surprised at how it's cool lovely it looks and I'm glad we did it cuz like I don't have any pictures of that thing and it will probably disintegrate <laughs> eventually. <laughs> I, I touched like one of the straps and it like literally like disintegrated Which, my like, hands. The straps had so already bad. the straps had already broken like 17 times so <laughs> that was not surprising to me. Okay, this is fun. Okay. Look at that. Oh, I love wait, it. First of all, my my hair looks super cool just so we're clear everyone. So I'm going to do one by one so you can <gasps> 
And then oh, you can they're scroll. so pretty. I can just scroll. Yeah. Okay. I love it. And you guys, I really didn't, like, I didn't prep for this. I didn't diet. I feel like normally I would be like, don't eat anything. You're going to be taking <laughs> naked pictures. And I did. Oh, God, I love that. And I didn't, like, get my nails done or anything. I just, so here's what I love about this. Like, there's stuff happening in my face here that I traditionally don't like, but I love it in this context. Like, and that I think is just indicative of, like, the power of this and that whole thing where I'm just like, normally the first thing I do is be like, I don't like my eye, but I'm like, no, my eye looks fucking badass. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> Plus how cute that. is that little vintage slip? It is so cute. Shit. It really is kind of like a, oh, I love these. a little bit of like a Tinkerbell bottom. Yeah. It's really yeah, cute. Yeah, it's cute. It has like a scalloped edge. It's yes. surprisingly cute. Yes. I love this. There's this image that's just like, it's just really my shoulders. There's a little bit of boob in there. Not much, but I'm wearing the thing. And it's just like the it's, light and the over the shoulder. It's really like emotional. And like a word that I use to describe my, my work is organic because mm-hmm. I, I can't figure out a better word for it. But yeah. it, I, I think that's really, it kind of sums it up. And you oh, might be so like, pretty. what the fuck is it? organic photograph but like once you see some of this you'll be like oh okay i get it i love these oh shut up (laughs) what you guys i'm going out tonight (laughs) oh man that's my my face is like there will be ants jesus oh yeah these in these photos which are fucking amazing guys i wish you could see these she's like Trying to like remain calm because there's ants oh all over I her at this point. That. <laughs> I love that. That angle is killer. Yeah. Hey, look at my little boobs. Look at them. They're just there. They're out and proud. Okay, so I love that. That was one of my favorites. I love that. So I'm kind of like a little bit laughing, Uh Um, but it just looks like this, like this is another thing I like about what you do is like you capture these very candid, organic moments that feel really real. I will wind up crying by the end of this, just so we're clear, but like, I love love that. that. I love that so much. Also, I look really tan, which is (laughs) great. (laughs) I'm not supposed to tan. I'll probably shut up. Oh my god! Talk about what it, wild wild woman, <gasps> woman, yeah. women running wild. And I look, I look, I look pissed, which is kind of great. It's such a powerful photo. Yeah, like I look pissed in kind of a badass way, like not in a not in the middle of a fight way, but just in a fuck the patriarchy way. Yes, which it, is like it is like everything. Like this oh is what god. this is the photo. Like what women stand for. Like, mm, you, can put, you can put that anywhere on the internet that you want, just so we're clear. Like, okay. you, I'll sign whatever <laughs> you want to say. Blaster my body all over the internet. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I feel great about it now. Shut up. And that's, the framing is so beautiful. So I'm like in the middle of, this is, I'm sure I maxed out the microphone like 27 times. Um, <laughs> sorry, Matthew. I'm in like, I, I, what's funny is like I don't know how you got that frame out of where we were but like I look like I'm in the jungle <laughs> yes <laughs> like, it does I look like I'm straight up in the jungle somewhere and I'm not I'm in a park but like there's just so much greenery that I think yeah. the jungle the these can't jungle. all be good like this I, they're all good that's like the same pose but it's much softer yeah like it went from being badass subtle. to being like intimate like this is the one where I'm like fuck the patriarchy and this is the one where I'm like I see fable 
you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, but in like this beautiful, still sexy, teaching her how to be like a woman also, and like feel, an independent woman. I feel real good about my body right now. Just so we're clear. Oh yeah, like, you should. I feel real okay about this. These are gorgeous. That one I look slightly skeptical, but in like the best way. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my god, they're all good. I had such a hard time picking from these. I don't know who this person is, but I know exactly who she is and I dig her. I'm super into myself right now. And that's I love this one. This is this is hard because I like them all so much. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what to do about it. This one like I my head is cut off a little bit, but like in a perfect way. Like it's framed that way intentionally and it's just like the my the lower half of my face, but it's again, it's like that powerful kind of goddessy mm-hmm. forward momentum is happening hardcore in this picture. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like non. It's a non-identifying picture, really. Yep. Um, yeah, it, you wouldn't know it's me. It, it's just kind of like, <laughs> except for my tattoo, <laughs> except for your tattoo, which I wanted to show yeah. showcase. I love um, it, but it it really it kind of just embodies like a woman. Holy shit! You as a woman. Oh, man. Oh, I love that. And the contrast between those two is incredible. So, yeah, like this really one, different. folded up, sitting on a blanket. Really, really different dynamic because, you know, just because, just because you're this fierce, badass woman doesn't mean you're not allowed to be also, like, girly and feminine. Vulnerable, yeah. And vulnerable. Like, like you don't need to, you don't need to be one thing and... That's actually that's actually another thing I, I always talk about is that you're allowed to be a fucking multidimensional woman, yeah. multidimensional person. You don't need to be like this fucking girly little princess pink all the time. You could be that it and something else. It yeah. all belongs. Yeah. All the things. Yeah, these ones, so I'm just like sitting on a blanket surrounded by greenery, but I'm really curled up. Like my knees are up and my arms are wrapped around my legs and I'm just, it, it feels vulnerable and intimate and I love it. doing the thing right now this is what I love and this is like the heart of everything that I want to practice in my life is I'm doing the thing where like I can look at this picture and because I am myself I can pull out and I can be like oh here's the thing that I traditionally don't like about myself here's another thing but then if I if I just look away for a second and then look back I'm like oh shit though like it's empowering she's beautiful yeah, yeah. and like I it's so, it's such a really cool example of how we do that you know and how we just zoom in and we're like oh god no, no stop that shut up you know yeah. like like you have to look at that you have to look at yourself almost like as an observer sometimes right. like yeah away from like yeah very much so No, I, I was like, wow, like I didn't realize the blue really, the blue of the slip that. really like brought oh, out this shit. like beautiful blue in your eyes. I'm feeling myself hard right now. <laughs> this is great. Um, this is real good. That's gorgeous. That's that look again. I don't, I need to figure out how to do that look 
like when I want to. <laughs> I, need, I need that look on demand. Like I need that in my toolbox. That's so beautiful. Just print it out and like place it over your it's own like, face after when you when you need it. <laughs> I'm like emotional about this and I'm sweating now and it's great. I love it. <laughs> you have to do this it's so great because this is like like I carry this now like that's the thing this is where I'm gonna cry but like that's the thing like we see ourselves one way and you see yourself every day and you see yourself in everyday life you see mom life and you see Mm -hmm. like just like the freaking yoga class roll out of bed version of you all of the time and like to carry this image of me with me and like have her to pull out like I've seen this now like I've seen her you know yeah. and like to have that to pull out is just the most it's just cool it's so cool and it's so it feels it feels subversive it feels um it feels like a fuck you a little bit yeah like in the best possible way Okay, so here's the thing, though. Like, here's the thing. Like, if there's a takeaway from today, like, whether it's that you book a boudoir shoot, which I wholeheartedly believe that you should do. Everybody should, Everybody should, should do, do one. Once in your life. Ask for it for Christmas. Ask for mm-hmm. it. Like, if you've got a significant other, like, sell it to them and be like, dude, like, yeah. here's what I, like, trust me, this will benefit you, dude, or sis I don't know like what do you <laughs> probably not sis that's weird what do you anyway whoever your partner is however they identify say to them this will benefit you in the long run yeah and at the end of the day it's it's really just beneficial for for yourself yeah it, it's absolutely it's such a tremendous like thing it just does for you like inside you just absolutely. something something turns a page oh god yes and so like but if you need help justifying the investment call me mm-hmm. I've got tricks like I will I'll help you. <laughs> Tell me who we need to convince. And yeah. I will be like, this yeah. is how we convince and this person. What? There's payment plans. Yeah. Like, life is easy. It's I okay. make it easy. There's right. payment plans. There's prepayment plans. Yep. There's what I call a booty bank account. I love where it. Where you just, like, deposit money into it. Start and investing in it. Don't even, like, you don't, you can just dump the money into it and, like, not even worry about it. And, yeah. you know, in, like, six months you have, like... You have a session You're with, like, an album and, like, whatever little yeah. tidbits you want to add to it. Which is spectacular. So, yeah, whether it's that you're booking a session or even if it's just, like, maybe your baby step is you take your phone mm-hmm. and you go in your bathroom. Definitely. Or your bedroom. I always recommend if you're going to do selfies, like, do it. Like, take yeah. a bath, light a candle, put something cute on or just be naked if you feel cute naked or whatever. Do whatever makes you feel good first. Like, mm-hmm. make yourself feel really good. And then try it out. Like, just mess around with your camera. No one's going to see, you know? And, like, see what you can get and see how you feel. But, like, if you do, do something. Do something, yeah. To move in this direction. Because, like, I cannot tell you how transformative it is just to have that image and that idea of yourself 
in your mind. Like that's it's the, there is no measurement of the value. Yeah, of I, the power. Of I that. think a lot of women want to be beautiful and perfect and like you know this hourglass shape or you know this Heidi Klum figure. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like that's not what's going to make you happy. What's going to make you happy is that confidence in yourself. Yeah, and that ability to love yourself. Um, that's that's what you're searching for, but like you're being told that it's because you're looking to look like Heidi Klum or like whatever this like ideal person is. Um, But you can find that ideal person in yourself. Every every person has that inside of them and that's like in you. Um, And most photographers, I say most boudoir photographers because some of them are just in like the really, really like cheesy, gross stuff. Right. That doesn't Um, (laughs) (laughs) Avoid those. Yeah, and like most boudoir photographers, like the whole point is it is just to empower you to find that beauty in yourself, and that that's truly the point is you know just to look for it within yeah. yourself. It's in you. It's there. It's already there. It's and sometimes there. you need somebody to show that to you, which is what I think is so gorgeous about what you do. Like that's such a gift to get to be able to be like, no, look, like yeah, here you are. Here's that. Here's yeah. that in you. You know, there was there was a really like beautiful thing you had said um, during your hair and makeup session. Is is mm-hmm. what you do as a copywriter? You kind of take this like word vomit that somebody like presents to you, and you find the gold and create this like beautiful story for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really like what I do too. Like I yeah. am able to to take you as, as you are and like show you show you like your gold. Yeah. Show you like what you have inside of you that you should be seeing every single day. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's good to just be presented with that. Like, fuck, look at me. Like I can be, I can be the person that I have always wanted to be, but was afraid to be. Right. Yeah. That's world changing shit. It's beautiful. And even if you don't like, you don't have to do these for somebody else. No, you don't. I think a lot of women, a lot of women that I, um, that I have in, in, you know, as clients mm-hmm. do it for themselves really. Yeah. 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 At or, the end of the day, like that's the, I mean, everybody who's doing this should be doing it for themselves on some level, I would mm-hmm. argue, but like, yeah, don't wait until you have somebody to send a sexy picture to, to get sexy pictures taken. Yeah. Like now is the time. Yeah. Do sexy selfies, dude. Get comfortable with your body. Like don't be discouraged by ugly, ugly selfies because that shit happens. Like, oh yeah. Everybody's got an ugly moment. doesn't matter who you are. That's the beauty of selfies is you can just delete them and no yes. one else ever yeah. sees them. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Truly don't be discouraged right. because like I can't even explain how many ugly selfies I have or how many like awkward, ugly photos that I've taken Oh yeah. of like people like half sneeze or like half eye blinks. Like, you know, it's, it's not necessarily sexy. It's just, it's just awkward. Like don't be discouraged by it. Like right. that, it just happens. It happens. Yeah. Just delete well, it. And just move on. You're a person in motion most of the time. So, like, we only ever see ourselves in the mirror or in still images. But, like, mm-hmm. you're always moving. And half of the beauty of who you are is you moving. Constantly evolving. Yeah, just yeah. constantly changing shape. So when you can capture, you know, the the more elegant moments of that transition, great. But when you get the awkward ones, like, they're just part of the yeah. They're just part of the package. That's fine. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for being willing to come on and talk about this. Thank you for having me. Thank you for this like beautiful view of myself that I have now. I'm going to scroll through these like 75 more times and it's fine. I hope you don't have to go anywhere. And (laughs) (laughs) she's like, my God, woman, I've been here for like 75 hours. I've got to (laughs) go. 75 is apparently my number of the day. Um, Thank you also just for what you do. Like I really, I appreciate your 
way of seeing so much. Um, I think what you see is beautiful. And I think that this is world changing shit. Like I really do. I think that this is, um, it's just important magic, like that ability to show people themselves in this light. Yeah. And it's a work in progress. Like you don't have to feel like you've reached a plateau. Like it's Mm -hmm. always a work in progress. Yeah. Every day. Gotta Mm -hmm. fight the war every day. Mm -hmm. But like, this is a pretty good weapon. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Like, how many people can say they, like, fought their foes with fucking sexy photos? That's right. (laughs) Just blow them up real big. (laughs) Back off, bastards. I got a a six foot by eight foot nude selfie in my living room. You can't touch me. Fuck yes. I love it. Fuck you, patriarchy. I I would blow this. I've been hanging on the wall, no problem. I mean, I'm pretty covered up in that one, but, like, there are a lot of these that I'd be like, nope, that's just going on the wall. It's fine. It's fine. That's where they belong. Um, Okay. Give us the quick summary rundown of where we can find you. Oh, yes. Um, you can go to my website, DebraAllison.com. Okay. Um, All of those things are spelled D-E-B-R-A-L-I-S-O-N. There's one L. One L. Right. And Debra is spelled like zebra. And then, you know, Instagram, Facebook. I guess it'll be linked wherever you link things. We'll put it all in the show notes. But Yeah. Yeah. Come say hi. Come, you know. Tell me hello. Come give me a hug or high five. Yep. Um, if you have something like nasty to say, then you can go fuck off. <laughs> Get out of here. But I don't think anyone will because, you know, who's going to be listening to this podcast? Um, but yeah, just, you know, give yourself a hug and tell yourself that you love yourself and mm. yeah. Do all those things. Yeah, do all those things today. And That's you, your homework. Do you want to talk about, you've got um, something coming up for fall. I do. Do you want to announce that yet, or is it foot right now? Too early. We can always edit it if you don't want to talk about it. We'll, we'll just cut that out. If no, you don't no, no. It. We can definitely talk about it. Um, it hasn't been officially uh, posted yet, but I am working on it. I'm going to be doing like a uh, Halloween inspired. I, I don't like to do like the cheesy like Halloween costume. Just me holding sessions. a pumpkin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I, I don't want to do that, but it's going to be like this Halloween inspired. Um, darker photo shoot um for like witchy women and it's gonna be like mm. a bewitching boudoir session um and it. it'll be like mini sessions so you if you don't want to invest in like the full monty where you know you have to book out a whole day it's gonna be like a quick and easy um session where you still just get to feel fucking powerful and yes. badass and um, it's going to be amazing. So keep an eye out on the Instagram. You're going to see some photos for a promo shoot I did for this um, for this one, and it's going to be like, you know, witch aesthetic inspired. I love it. It's powerful. I'm stoked. It's amazing. It's powerful. I'm excited to share with you guys. Um, so check out the Instagram and the VIP Booty Call Club on Facebook if you want to join in or stay in touch. Um, that's the best way to to check it out. Perfect. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. All right, heathens, go get naked. Yes. Fuck okay, yeah. bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Heathen. We're here every week. And in the meantime, if you miss us, you can find us in the following ways. Follow at Heathen Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Send us an email at askheathen at gmail.com, especially if you have feedback or ideas for future episodes. Leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, and that helps other people find Heathen. 
And if you'd like to contribute to this community for people who need a soft place to land as they move away from bad religion, you can support Heathen on Patreon at patreon.com slash heathenpodcast. Well, thank you for your support with exclusive bonus content, which you know is going to be freaking awesome. Wherever you find yourself in this space of godless spirituality, spiritual godlessness, or anywhere in between, you're not alone. We're glad you're here. Here's to the heathens. Thank you.